This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Verve. We have three stories as usual. We're so excited to talk to you about them. They're really interesting. Always. Do we have three stories? I thought we were doing four things. Okay, well then we have four things. Bonus. Wait, what's our four? Well, hang on one second. We're going to reconvene, reconvene, sidebar. (laughs) Are you counting our two shows as two separate things? Yeah. Oh, okay, Just because okay, then okay. it's like we're covering three different runways. In my head, that's how I was phrasing it. Okay, so we're both right. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a bonus for everyone involved. So let's jump into our first topic. Something borrowed, something blue. How about something navy? Something navy. <laughs> she is quite an influencer. If you're unfamiliar, she's been around for a while now. Her at is at something navy. Um, she is a Ariel Charnas. Yes. Ariel Charnas is her real name. She's a New York city mom fashion influencer. She is incredibly wealthy and that's pretty much her whole shtick. Like she's got great taste. Um, like it's not everybody's style. She's very classic. She's very like prep adjacent. She's just like fancy girl, you know? Um, so I can see how followed her. Yeah. She okay. hasn't. Why? No, I just I've like never followed her or like have done a deep dive or anything beyond like this story. But I was like never an organic fan, let's say. Oh, so I dropped off after she started making her own clothing line. And I was just kind of like, uh, I support a an entre- uh, uh, an influencer going into entrepreneurship always. But something about it just seemed really inauthentic they were at price they were high enough price points that it was like semi-aspirational but like her whole brand is like uber aspirational like she was like 100 plus right it was available at Nordstrom when it first came out yeah like 100 to 300 dollars a piece like um which at the age that you were at you were probably not ready to start paying no when I was following her I was like in college right out of college I didn't have that kind of money And it wasn't necessarily that I dropped off because I didn't like, I was upset about the pricing. It was, it was just, like I said, like it just kind of felt inauthentic. And at that point I was like kind of moving on from a certain aesthetic that I was thinking about or like ruminating on, you know, like when you used to go through date, like blog eras or like Instagram follow eras. And then maybe like I find myself doing this like eight months later, I go through a mass unfollow. I'm like, I wanted to learn a bunch about this thing and I'm over it. No, I don't do this, but I love to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how I 
manage my social media, I guess. (laughs) So anyway, she has come under fire. Uh, Well, not even her specifically. She's really just kind of caught in the middle um, of a scandal with her husband. Do you want to give people the facts? Yes. Okay. So the something Navy, again, we said started off at Nordstrom in 2017, 2019. They relaunched the brand. It's a standalone thing. And it was launched in July 2020, which she had also gotten into some controversy earlier that year with like COVID testing stuff. Now yeah. I'm sure it'd be like kind of ridiculous to be like upset about that. I'm sure it was just because no one knew what was happening at the time. But she did something with that relaunched the brand and claimed to sell like a million dollars worth of merchandise within 30 minutes which is nuts a lot a, a lot, lot of merchandise and oh when she was trying to get money for this relaunch they were saying that the company was valued at 45 million which is insane a lot of money that's right. a lot of fucking money but here's the story well there's kind of like two stories so one right. of them the first one, which does not involve her husband, is that they weren't paying their suppliers on time. So I think it ended up being like three different suppliers. Um, Insider was reporting how she owed them a little over like $300,000. And when Insider started working on the story, that's when those factories got paid. But it was a lot of people saying that they were waiting on that money to play for their employees and they couldn't run their own businesses because she was late on pavements. So that was the first thing that happened. The second thing, which is um, a rumor by the Instagram gossip account Dumois. So we are, it's very alleged at this point, not substantiated, but it's that her husband, Brandon, was embezzling the company and that they were getting divorced, which leads up to the money problems, right? Right, exactly. So let me tell you how I first heard about this is from the lips of Dumois on a podcast that I listened to completely organically is where she decided to like break this story. I had no idea. Like I was like, okay, something maybe like whatever. But for some reason, the internet has latched onto this story. Like the cut was reporting on it. Like obviously business insider. Like, I don't know. I just think it's because she gotten canceled before is that it's like click worthy and clickbait, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Familiar with the name, they're like, "Oh, that bitch did something two years ago. What does she do now?" Kind of thing. Right. Well, so here's the kicker part that like a lot of people aren't talking about is she personally only owns five percent of this brand. So she's like, "That's very low." That's so low, and for her to be like, and and partially, I'm sure it's because she's an influencer, right? Like people. When given the opportunity to blame someone, love that. Um, And because she's a quote unquote like public figure because she puts her life online, it's easy to like come after her. But like she's literally only 5% of this company. So like if something terrible were happening, like the embezzlement and like the um, not paying their suppliers, I just don't really feel like she's personally responsible for that. Like it's the brand that we should be latching on to but because her brand is her name it's sticky okay a few comments there one apparently her husband doesn't work for something navy he's like a real estate developer so some of his i guess defenses was claiming that like he never had access to any of those accounts because he wasn't even a part of this which mm-hmm. makes them as a whole even less a part of the story if all of the above is true but right on the other side of that is uh do you know the influencer sincerely jules have you heard yes. of her 
Yes. Okay. So she had like, had a clothing line. I remember like her launching it, but now it's like all at Marshalls and TJ Maxx and Ross and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's literally like it's a lot of pieces. It's not like oh some didn't sell at the store. Like I think they're manufacturing clothes for like TJ Maxx and Marshalls. This brand sometimes do. Ooh. But I'm like she can't even be involved in this anymore. It just has to be her name that she licensed out, which is like one of my. One of the things that I really aspired to never do in my career is license uh, out my name like same. that. Like I tell Carl? my mom. Yeah, exactly. I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, if we're ever, anything ever comes up, always remind me that can never happen and make sure it never ha- I'm like, everyone's got to know. Because <laughs> you don't want to be walking around with your shit. It's like all over teaching Max and Marshall that literally had nothing to do with. And like, at least with something Navy, it's not her name. But some people sign away their names. Like Jessica Simpson sold over half her company and then recently has like bought it all back to have control over like what comes out over her name again which is crazy jessica simpson is an icon like she's a mogul she's a boss she did it first like she was truly the first like celebrity fashion mogul to like accessible markets i was gonna say that jessica simpson walked so the rest of us could run but honestly jessica simpson ran like she (laughs) took it she ran she didn't even walk and she's still running laps around the rest of us like she is Everything. I saw someone made a TikTok and being like, I love that Jessica Simpson has not changed what she's worn in the past like 15 years. Like she's yeah. still wearing just a, a search on the street. And I'm like, honestly, I love it. Respect. She's feeling cute. She's yes. feeling herself. She found her style. All right. Well, and we all, by we all, I mean like the media at large, like tore her apart back in the day. The girl has ironclad skin at this point. Like she does not give a fuck what anyone thinks about her. <laughs> no. And again, mad respect. Justice for Jessica Simpson. We got really off of something Navy, but. Do we demand justice for something Navy? I don't know. I don't really care that much. I just really feel like it's an odd story for everyone to have latched onto. I think you're right about the like once someone has been publicly canceled and then like hangs on like they're right for being at the front of a scandal again. Like my girl Trisha Paytas is in love with that concept. So, um. But I'm not really impressed. The the more that I learn about the story, like the less interesting it is. Absolutely. (laughs) Like a 100%. I don't really need any answers to this. (laughs) No, right. Like I truly don't really care. Like I'm being made to care. Um, And and I'm, I'm over it. So one thing that we don't normally do on this podcast is trash people's looks. It's not really our vibe. Um, And so what we're about to do could be put into that category. However, I'd like to think that we're taking a bit of a more intellectual approach to this because I would like to speak directly to Katie Holmes at this moment. As someone who loves a dress over pants, there are a lot of ways to go wrong and you have far too many resources to be walking out of the house like that. Going on a like a semi red carpet, but also like the iHeartRadio Music Festival, wasn't it? The whole thing is bizarre, and that is why I've decided it's a PR stunt. Because here's the thing: dress for pants, it can be made cool. I actually had to go find runway looks of being like, when have I liked dress over pants? And there's a lot of iterations of it I'm into. This looks like she straight up just copied and pasted someone's outfit from 2004. It looks fucking awful. Again, my blue on blue. You know how I feel about this. this oh, you do feel strongly about blue on blue. Yes. And okay, so she's wearing what is a velvet strapless 
top at like or no a dress uh like mini dress and then dark wash flare jeans with like sneakers but they're like not even flare like they're just baggy i feel like i don't know it's not like you said it's too literal it's far too literal it okay so you know what i think really um is off-putting about this is the wash of the denim and it's got that like grainy quality to it like it's like washed and faded like if she had gone for like a deep indigo denim maybe or something like that I could get on board with that or literally just a different fit of jeans or she's really wearing running sneakers I assume yeah those are running sneakers yeah, and we've also got black, cream, brown, and navy, and denim all happening in one outfit. So it's That's just so this strange. Was planned. This was planned because I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure her stylist, I'm pretty positive. There cannot be a stylist involved in this look. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. Allison Bernstein is oh. her casual stylist. No I shit. Like this is a pr stunt because it's so like copy made like this is a good article again the side-by-side image of her with someone from those years like if you want to Tisdale, yeah if you like, wanted to wear a dress over pants there are, it's a good way to do it again had we changed the jean maybe put a heel on it, it could have been fine but that wouldn't have gotten this buzzworthy no you're right it would have just been a bad outfit but like uh i guess there's some I guess they're subscribing to the concept that all press is good press. But Katie Holmes is also, like, so beyond famous to need to pull this kind of stunt. Like, she doesn't need to be in the media or to be making money like this, right? Or is I she always just think, I always just think there's something – she probably has something coming out in the next few weeks and they needed to pick up her name. Okay, well, if Katie Holmes has a project coming out in the next few weeks, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. So, just letting everybody know. Katie, I think we have a slogan now. Ooh. Not that that it's like the It's almost like an ironic slogan. you heard it here first. Right. Like you it's You really heard it here last, but Yeah, but you came for our take on it, not the breaking news. Like that's I think that's our angle is you are here as a listener not to hear this for the first time, but to hear our fresh takes on it, to hear our titillating conversation, to hear our insightful points, you know? Because no one else talks about fashion in a fun way. Sorry. Right. Less exactly. facts, more fun. <laughs> Less facts, more fun. Second slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling some merch out of this week. Mm, loving it. We love a merch moment. <laughs> okay. Well, something that we really do care about. Is yeah. anytime that we get a new runway show from Jacques Mousse. Yes. And we were talking last week about we had a random fashion award, red carpet, and all of the red carpets, all the fashion shows all happen at the same time because of award season runway. Um, but Jacques Mousse is different. He likes to present right ahead of the season. So we reviewed spring summer shows for fashion week back in September. And he's showing his spring summer show I mean, some of the latest uh, fashion shows been shown in a year on twelve twelve, so almost right ahead of the new year, which is typically when the spring summer season starts for like a retail business. And I love his shows because they just take you to like another world, and they're always exploring some element of like nature or texture 
or all of the above. And it's always Instagrammable. 100%. Or TikTokable, I should say now. Yeah. I thought he, like the brand uh, knows how to make some kind of aesthetic, some kind of statement. Um, and this is no different. So let's hear it. What do you think? Okay, so the theme of this show was raffia, which raffia is like a dried straw material. And I personally, big fan of the texture. I love the way it looks, but I just would never invest in a designer piece of raffia just because it's not very durable. So that's my qualm with designers using raffia, like the Prada raffia toe that was really big this year. I just would never pay that much money for something that's like straw. But I love this collection. I think Jacques Mousse is really able to take his aesthetic and infuse it with what's happening right now with design influences of the past pushing it slightly forward while still remaining really true to his brand aesthetic and I really admire him admire that about him as a designer like it's always in his voice but I can tell what he's speaking about you know that's a and that's a really difficult concept to do well or like to continue to evolve and not get boring about you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's a really um admirable quality in anyone who's a creator for sure yes and then the show you can see i could spot references from like the 50s there's almost this like new take on like what i think of like the christian dior new look but instead of it being flared out skirt at the waist it's down at the hips and then it's kind of a bandeau and the center is connected by like string and ribbon and if you watch the video of this on the runway the way that skirt just kind of flounces around the body is so pretty and i don't think i've seen a shape like them shape like this from him that it's kind of more classic but then it still has the like signature cutouts we've seen torso cutouts be really popular on the runway the past few seasons and I think that dress is going to look phenomenal on like whoever wears it and I'm very excited to see I think we'll see a lot of like celebrity moments in that there's a lot of things happening in here that we have um, discussed before as upcoming trends capri pants um pedal pushers made a little appearance uh kind of near the end of the show maybe closer to the middle like like two-thirds of the way through Mm -hmm. um and furry bags we've i mean not that like that's a trend but like it's a well-loved item around here um those made a cute little appearance silver um and then these big giant hats um Mm -hmm. with these massive brims and these um kind of short square tops um very scaparelli that we saw earlier in the year i really enjoyed um a handful of things about this like i said the furry bags and the capri pants also these giant furry hats a la pamela anderson yeah oh yeah but it's like a raffia hat so it's super cute um, one thing that I wasn't necessarily a fan of is this like miniature cape thing that's happening on the back of a handful of things. Like the other um, showing of this, of that skirt that you were talking about with the denim jacket, it's got this like little pilgrim cape on the back of it. Um, there's also one on the back of this like all red suit and the all white suit with this yellow. I don't know. Not my fave. Like it's seemingly random addition. I I don't know. It, that that part really threw me off because I really like this skirt and this jean jacket combo. I'm confused. What are you talking about? What cape thing? Okay. So oh, on- I see what you're saying. I just saw that jean jacket thing. I see what you're saying. It's kind of like a pilgrim situation. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. not a big fan of that. But overall, really fun collection. I love a polka dot. I love all of this like fr- – it's not 
it's not fringe, right? Because it's literal straw, but it like kind of is. It's like well, fluff. Yes, yeah, acting as it. I also love there's like a lot of men's look with the boxers and the jeans like sunken down. I feel like it's like super hip hop 2000s kind of with like the pants basically falling off with the boxer top at the top. Which I made a pair of jeans like that myself, so that's probably why I'm partial to it. But I just think it's so cool how we were able to like take styles from the 50s and the 2000s and the 90s and like spit it all together because you can tell like such unique references to all of those eras. And I'm just a big fan. I love the color choices in the show too. Snaps. Snaps. So like we said, there's a lot good happening in this pre-fall season. Uh, Personally... I don't know. Pre-fall is not really like top of radar, top of mind for me, but it could be after this season um, because we have a couple really great shows that we wanted to talk about. Once we started looking at the Jacques Moose show, um, it really brought to light some other fabulous things that are happening at the moment. So I do feel like pre-fall is a less sexy version of resort. Like resort's just hotter. Mm, So pre-fall is like the ugly stepsister of it. But we're changing that mindset because I love both of the shows that we selected. Mm-hmm. So we have, or they're not even shows. They're like photo shoots. We should say that. Right. So there's not a big runway moment happening. Honestly, I feel like that's almost easier to interpret because when you are looking at photos of a runway, part of the time, like what you're looking at is, how the garment moves, what it does on the body. Um, and you need to really get that from a video. So like a still photograph that's intentionally made to be a photograph. It's nice. Agreed. All right. So this first one that we have picked out is Tom Brown. Um, and I first saw this on London Girl and NYC's story. Um, she was like calling out one of the looks could look good on some. So I think it might have been Kim, which I was like, she made it her own comment about it and whatever. Um, but this show has zero Kim written on any part of it. Honestly, if I'm being asked at all, um, I think that this show plays into what Mew Mew set up really well. Um this like academia type of moment that's happening here. Um, so that's like the overall, it's like an academic nautical situation happen. Like it's definitely a sea theme. We have one outfit that has a whale on the head and then like a little wiener dog purse. Um, then we have another outfit that has like a sailor cap and a handbag that is, uh, literally like a Titanic style boat. Um, one of the coats is a scene from Moby Dick. Uh, so he was definitely working with some almost, I don't know, like childlike inspiration as far as sea time, nautical, navy, blah, 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 all of the words goes. Um, the coats really stood out to me in this collection. I have four of them in the images the that we're picking. Is yeah, insane. The plaid coat is insane. Um, it's like a tweed. Um, it has this huge collar um, that like comes off the shoulders, which I'm super into. Um, these like cinched cuffs that you can also see on the black version. It's like a black quilted version that kind of looks like a duvet, but in a super cozy way that I would love to have. Um, I really like the drama, just kind of of the whole. It's like 
self-contained drama, which I really find appealing. There's so many like sharp lines, tailoring, like slim silhouettes, like everything is, um, if it's not a long coat, it is a matching set. Like there's one look that has a really short, like 60s dress with these like tights and these pointed Mary Janes. Um, Very childlike almost um but then this like whale hat (laughs) that looks like a shriner's hat but with like a felted whale on it um i don't love the color palette like gray it makes sense i was gonna be honest when i like clicked on the collection katie told me she was gonna do this one i clicked on it and i was first i was like kind of confused because it looks so dull me scrolling past it but then i clicked into the images and that's when i saw all the little like whale bags and dachshund bags and the hats and you can like see the rich details but I do agree like at first sight the color palette is dull yeah um there's it it, because it's mostly gray which I guess is like a stormy seas but you would think that for something that's so water inspired there'd be a little bit more blue there's one look that has a like a patchwork denim situation going on um that looks really striking and that's where some blue comes into play there's like this big quilted striped scarf um I feel like it's like an English winter at the sea or you know like an English sea day is like gray and gloomy on the cliffs yes Mm -hmm, and I have to also say I would love to see all of these outfits be used in like a Wes Anderson film yes that's what they're giving to me they're like slightly serious but whimsical at the same time totally and the last one that I had that I wanted to call out was this um plaid jacket skirt over pants situation that's happening that has this intense black outline that it makes it look so cartoonish like it reminds me of those bags Mm -hmm. that were like 2d bags um from like i don't know literally maybe like 10 years ago at this point um that were popular and i just find that like so i just love it so much so that's a fun uh like you said whimsical moment to make it really cartoonish um and yeah lots of mary janes which I'm obviously feeling at the moment. I like the headscarf with the round glasses. Very old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That we've seen that a lot too. I think we've called that out in past runway reports. Yep. Little headscarf moment. So that's my show that I wanted to talk about. All right. Well, I'm gonna talk about Alessandra Rich. If you listen to our Fashion Month roundup, you discovered that I discovered her recently and I am in love because the brand very much speaks to an aesthetic that I'm buying into. And one of the things that I was really excited to see in this collection, and it's actually in the Tom Brown collection, is like a low-waisted maxi skirt, but Mm -hmm. it's structured in the fact that it has a zipper and a button. It's not Mm. an elastic waist. It looks sharper. It looks structured. It looks like the Elsa Holst uh, outfit from last week the london fashion awards that mm, you mm-hmm. S- same kind of vibe again it is kind of leaning into that like i guess semi-academia i feel like it kind of gives off the like teacher at work a little sexier yeah yeah but it's low rise yeah exactly and in the show she has it styled with like these skinny belts we see a lot of belts in this collection the return of the emo kid classic pyramid studded belt mm. there's some chain belts in here and then I was also thrilled to see that there's these, like, I forgot that these certain types of 
spikes existed but it's like the skinny pyramid ones that are longer and she has Ugh. it in like a headband and it brought back memories because i was like oh my god i had a headband that looked exactly like that there's a lot I of headbands a, in this collections i had a necklace that had those long skinny spikes on it and it was everything i love that too. so much i had a gold one and then it had like little pearls on it too but I feel like she always kills it with the accessories. And again, this is just kind of like um, there's a bit of like a grunge aspect, but like also a yeah. party girl. Like it's kind of like the best of both worlds. I love this like pink frilly dress with the asymmetrical hem. I've been really into that. But then it's styled with fishnet, like knee high. Again, the pyramid spike headband. And then we also see other looks that have these kind of like rosette headbands, but it's on each side. So it kind of looks like a space bun on the side of your head. Which I could not yeah. personally rock, but if you, I feel like you maybe could, and I would be into that yeah. on you. It kind of looks like um, headphones or earmuffs or something. Um, very cute. I'm into that. I would definitely wear that. Yes. And then we're seeing some corsets, some trends that we've already seen, but again, yep. paired with those low-waisted skirts. Really into it. Love the layered belt. Um, the kind of corset play of this like pink two-piece. And it's kind of bringing me back to like the lace-up shirt vibe. Oh it's my starting gosh, yeah. to go there and I'm like oh my god is that where this could turn into but yeah overall just really into this collection it's just like again inspo that I want to wear like going into I say pre-fall now but like literally right the second like pull inspo from the styling of the show and like pairing those tough and feminine things together I think is what I'm always drawn to that is right up my alley. I have some outfits that did that exactly this week. So excited to talk about it. Yes. Okay. Well, then let's move into our outfits. Um, for anyone yes. listening, you can see the photos that we're about to talk about on our Instagram or our TikTok. Link in the show notes below. And you'll definitely want to take a look and follow us there. So I believe I went first last week. So yes. I think it's your turn. Yes. Um. So I have one outfit that got worn that was not photographed and I didn't have the energy in me to fake it, but know that it did get worn. So there's only four photos. My first outfit, I wore the day after my other outfit. So I was like, I feel like being kind of cozy today. Like I just need to run some errands and I got a new Rent the Runway package. And so it had this zipper sweater in it with this big open collar, kind of like what I was talking about. Um, that I was a fan of on those Tom Brown coats. And then like, mm, I can see how it's kind of adjacent to like that Jacques Mousse collar that I was saying that I don't like, but it's just different. It's just different because it doesn't like hang down my back like that. Well, it's also um, not white. Like, right. It's not like in contrast. contrast. Yeah. Right. Um, I wore it with literally just some flared yoga pants. We went really casual, but then I wore some white loafers Silver purse, silver heart necklace, pearls. Um, I said this earlier. I'm in my glasses era right now because I have to go to that eye doctor this week um, to get like a new prescription, new contacts, all that jazz. So um, I think every single one of these has my glasses in them, which is fine. Whatever. I straightened my hair specifically because I hate my hair and my glass, like my natural hair and my glasses as a combo. Yeah. But I have like four looks. I have curly hair, no glasses, curly hair with glasses, straight hair, no glasses, straight hair with glasses. So look at all your options. Many options. Many options. Um oh yeah, and then my silver bag. So she was functional, she was comfortable. Um, I don't know, like I would like I will continue to wear this sweater while I have it. So like I quote unquote would change something about this outfit, but for what I did in it, it was great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, moving on to the next outfit, also a Rent the Runway feature, is this J.W. Anderson sweater hoodie that I am also wearing right now. I am obsessed with it. I it's really cute. want to buy it so bad. Guess how much it is? J.W. Anderson. 900 Yeah. So I'm so good at that. I won't I be know. buying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like perfectly oversized. The sleeves are long enough to cover my hands. Um, it's long, like I can wear it as like um oversized, you know, situation. Uh, I wore it with a skirt here, my, an express skirt that I thrifted that like has little pleats on the side, um, and like a little built-in um grommet belt at the top some fishnets my doc martens and again the silver purse so wore this to go to a little thrift market um that was happening in a brewery and again loved it it was great and comfortable what'd you buy anything nope didn't buy a single thing i have been on the hunt for different um like presents at the moment obviously given the time frame so I was not allowed to buy anything for myself and I didn't find anything for anybody else so that's exactly why I didn't go Katie was like are you coming because I sent her the little like Instagram invite for this or whatever and I was like no I can't buy anything for myself Mm -hmm. no meanwhile I went to Sephora and dropped some money but Mm. they were having a sale that's different that's different that's makeup that's not clothes (laughs) (laughs) certified different and then you're also the, like low-key in your Wednesday Adams era this year, this week. Not a lot of color happening. No, not a lot of color happening at all. The only color I have is on my next outfit, which is my red beret, because we went to a Christmas market. So I specifically did use the red beret. Um this is a little Rebecca Taylor romper. And Cute. I love it. Um it I got it in a size. Like, I float between sizes, and I got it in my bigger size. I think I could have gotten it in a smaller size, um, but I was worried about the length. Um, but it came with adjustable straps, so that was Ooh. awesome because the qualm I have with rompers is that they often give a front wedgie situation because they're not always t- length accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's so cute. It has um, these big, wide, pleated shorts Um for the romper portion but like the center is structured it's got a square neckline we've talked about square necklines um it would be super cute for the summer and obviously it's fine for layering um so I wore it with a black turtleneck um my gold k necklace pearls red beret my wool car coat trench coat situation um fleece line tights under black sheer tights Yes. So that's the first time I've done that this winter, and I was so perfectly warm. It was awesome. And my Doc Martens again, and this was a great outfit. Um, I did not get cold despite having shorts on. And let me tell you, there were some little girls. There were some little teeny girls who were looking real cute on their little Christmas dates, but they were freezing to death. There. Oh no! There was one girl who didn't even have tights on. Like she was wearing like a little mini skirt and a sweater and a coat and some boots, but no tights. And I was just like, Oof. Oh my god, my legs are cold thinking about that. Yeah, it was not. It was not. I poured one out for her. So, <laughs> um, that was that outfit. And then my last outfit, the J.W. Anderson sweater again. Um, this I. 
wore to be just out and about. I like ran two errands. Um, I got a diet Coke and the girl asked me if I was coming from ballet practice. And that was a really nice compliment. Oh, well, um, you got that bun. You got the Mary Jane. I got Jane. the bun. I have the little Mary Janes on. I had my American Apparel disco pants on. You can't tell that, but that's what oh, these are. Oh, wait. Fun. Yeah. Um, and then I have these little silver sparkly scrunch um, tights, so- like pantyhose socks um, that I scrunched down. I would have – the inspiration here was kind of like – a dance inspired look because my original thought was like, Oh, some leg warmers would be so cute with this. Mm. Um, but I don't have any. Uh, so I went for like just the scrunchy sparkly thing. Wait, do you follow this girl on TikTok like Luna Montana? And she's like a professional ballerina and she like gets ready for ballet. And I'm like, I love these outfits. Why can't we wear ballerina stuff everywhere? I would love to be wearing ballerina stuff all the time. Um, it is just like, it's, the one thing I think that I don't love about ballerina stuff is that I don't really look good in, like, a light pink. Well, she does, like, different stylings. She did a video. It was, like, w- what Wednesday Adams would wear to ballet Cute. practice. And then she'll have, like, different color schemes. I'll send her to you. You'll love it. Okay. 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 Um. So, yeah, that was this outfit. Again, like, I'm obsessed with the sweater. I really loved how there was, like – there's like a little bit of gray in the sweater and then I have my little gray socks on and then my socks are sparkly and then my pants are kind of sparkly and shiny. Um, Loved it. And that was my last outfit. Again, had, a, like you said, a Wednesday Adams week, um, but I don't hate that for me. It's not necessarily out of character. Well, I think the J.W. Anderson sweater is really trying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> With the W too. Okay. But we know that you love graphic things. Yeah. On a large scale, I feel like we can say. Yeah, definitely. So now you got to find the non $900 version of that. We're on the hunt. <laughs> you have to make it happen. But even the proportion of that just look really good on you. And I feel mm-hmm. like for your height, it's hard to get a good oversize that's not too wide, but long right. enough. Exactly. It's a constant struggle. All right. We're going to hop over to my photos of the week. Sidebar, Katie, they are out of order, so. Oh, okay, okay. You're in for a ride here. Okay. <laughs> so we're starting with the all black look. Um, It was Monday. I was intensely struggling. This was the day we got back from Austin, I believe, right? Oh, yeah. And ooh, that was also the day that I, well, I didn't photograph my outfit that day. So you did one better than me by actually getting a picture. Well, I didn't get a picture. I got a TikTok where I was Oh, like, well, Okay. Her TikTok was something about, like, there's something about a pair of black skinny jeans that just make an all-black outfit really work. And I was if it literally... Was... Go ahead. No, you cut me off. I was literally thinking about buying a pair, a new pair of black skinny jeans because I... My old ones that I used to have, they were just not worth keeping. But I miss them in my closet. Yeah, it's just like sometimes I love putting on like an all black skinny moment, like black turtleneck, skinny jeans. I was wearing my Doc Martens and then I just put on this like huge leather coat that I found in a closet upstairs. It's like mint XL. So it's just nice and oversized. And I was just going to Walmart running errands. I put on a tiny skinny little belt. I was like, I am feeling this like this is when black skinny jeans like are the moment and like a wide leg would not do it for me. A straight leg would not cut it. No, no. You need the skinny here. Yes, it's like a 2014 like emo something inside of me. It's like this feels right for today. Thousand percent. So then, I believe. Okay, so the next place I went 
I definitely was not great about every day taking photos this week, but the next outfit is the purple plaid coat one. Mm-hmm. So I did have to recreate this image today. So yeah, well. I feel you on that one. But, but let's did- talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah. All right. So I did cheetah straight leg pants, my green striped shirt, and then my purple plaid like furry jacket with my black booties and my silver March Jacobs bag. I was just going, I think I was just like running errands around town in this. And I went to my friend's store and like went shopping. And that's when I found my new Bottega bag that I got for like 60 bucks. It is so cute. It's such what? Interesting- Where is she? Um, I haven't seen. She's upstairs. I put it on oh, my story. Okay. But let's see. I can try to send you a photo right now. So okay. basically, well, tell me about her. My friend has a store, Cultivated, in Westminster, Maryland, and she does like gifts and new clothes and stuff. But she has a consignment section in the back, and I always consign my clothes there. So I always have like a fat cash balance, cash balance there. That I'm never actually spending real money, so I'm like everything's free. Right, it's fake money. It's like when you make money on Poshmark. Exactly, and you just leave it in there and just buy something new. Yeah, so it's like my. Um, you know, recycling closet money. And I walk into the consignment section. I just see this bag and it's like a really cool hobo or it's like a rectangle shape with like a single strap, like a shoulder strap. And then it's white with some woven leather details. There's these two big pouches on the side that have like coin purse openings. And I was like, oh, this is like such a cool bag. I don't have a white one. I've kind of been not letting myself buy purses because I have like a trillion. I love a purse though. Like it's, it's, the perfect purse on a perfect outfit is just like always the cherry on top. The perfect, so whenever you perfect, perfect, perfect. So like if I'm drawn to a bag, I know that it is meant for me, you know, and like I get it. It's hard to stop yourself. So it really is. And like thrifting, I'm really good at thrifting cool bags, too. And I've just yes. like I, I had to like. But then I saw this and I was like, okay, well, I don't have a white bag. So this is like a hole in my closet. Secondhand. But so I looked inside and it's a Bottega Veneta bag and it was priced for 60 bucks. It's like shown, it's a few scuffs. I mean, it's white leather, but it is so sick. I love the shape. Even like I was showing Andrew cause I like exchanged a jacket. Um, his mom had picked out for me for my birthday. It was really cute. It just didn't fit. And so I basically was like, Oh, instead of the jacket, your mom got me, like I got this really cool purse and he thought it was going to be like, it was like, he doesn't care that much. But then he saw it. He was like, damn, that's like a really sick, design of it and so i was like okay andrew seal of approval yeah um but yeah i'm just really excited about that bag so basically i was wearing the outfit i got this bag i tried to identify it no luck and i've asked the internet and no one else has been able to find it either i found that shape around like 2005 2006 but not with those side pockets so Mm. maybe she's special a dish and back to the outfits where are they Okay, sorry, I got all mixed up there. Okay, so then Saturday I went, this is when I spent a bunch of money at Sephora. I went to like Trader Mm. Joe's, went to Paper Source, trying to make some Christmas ornaments. So I was looking for some craft supplies. Just had a nice, you know, holiday errand day. And so I'm wearing, again, oh, cheetah pants twice in one week. My Mm. raspberry turtleneck. My white furry jacket thing that's been in a closet downstairs. I forgot about her. Oh, she she was a moment last winter. She was, and she's about to be again. I'm excited for that. 
And I feel like when I go shopping in the winter, I was very intentionally like, I want to be warm enough so that I'm not freezing outside. But you want to be too warm that you sweat in a store. It's very yeah, specific. For sure. So this was my mm-hmm. perfect compromise. And then I'm black boots, silver purse, and then wearing my dad's old Spalding sunglasses from the 80s. They're such a cool color Fun. combo. But they're like super scratched and the ears are super bent outwards. So they're difficult to actually wear. But sometimes you do it for the look. Yeah. And then that night, I went to Andrew's company holiday party. Cute. And, yeah, it was really fun. They get to bring plus one. I'm like, what the heck? We never get to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was, like, fancy. It was at this big, like, banquet hall thing. And so I was freaking out about what to wear. I was, like, running late. My mom was helping me. And, like, Andrew is wearing this navy suede jacket so it's like okay i should try to tie in something or something that goes as navy right because i right. can just wear my bright purple knit dress that i wanted to wear so i found this j crew slip skirt that i got at a consignment store a few months ago that's like navy yeah. with black trim and then i pulled like every black top that looked good with it this is one that it's from elizabeth and james which is actually mm. an olsen yeah the fusion line that i yeah. got at, like tj maxx in la like years ago but it's because of the cold shoulder moment, it's just kind of difficult to wear. But I think it worked really well here because they were both like silky material. Yeah, no, I'm really into this. You really pulled something out. Um, when I initially looked at it, I thought it was a dress. So, oh, I was like job. a belt really would have been. Great no, I'm glad that you didn't do the belt. Oh, thank you. I was worried you would. Yeah. Do it. I had kind of like spanks on. Oh, this outfit made me realize I need to invest in different types of spanks because spanks yeah. are just about like sucking it in or looking skinnier like they help smooth things out especially when you have silky fabric yep. and the ones that i have like literally come up to my rib but because this is a shirt i needed to like fold it down and then mm. it was kind of a whole thing so i was like okay, i definitely need to like start picking up when i see them on sale or something and then yep. not in this photo because they don't like shoes in their house but i um oh yeah was, i get I that i'm not a shoes in the house girl either Oh, I am a hardcore shoes. And I'm like, don't take a picture of my feet. Like, you have to capture up from here. But I wore my black knee-high boots, and that was really cute. And I really added oh, to the cute. moment. But I got there, and, like, some ladies were straight up wearing prom dresses. I was like, oh, I could have gone a little over. A lot harder. I could have gone a little further. So next year, watch out. I'm getting sparkly. Yeah. Okay, well, good to know. And then my Sunday outfit. Oh, when I did my shopping day the day before, I also bought this sweater. That I'm also currently wearing right now. From Cute. Shocker of all places. The Loft. It was like half oh. off. It's super soft. You know, sometimes those brands, they just hit you with something. Like, I feel like I could get got by like a Banana Republic at some point. It's so cozy. And I, I've been trying to acquire more like funky sweaters and like funky winter yeah. stuff. Because, you know, you really only got one chance to make a statement with a sweater. For real. And I'm obsessed with it. And I would, I tried on a few others. Very cute. So if you need some colorful sweaters, they were the place the to go. Okay. Uh, then I was wearing my J. Crew jeans, which were so incredibly tight all day long. Ugh, I feel like I was so, my, I literally texting Katie, my stomach was upset today because it was also upset yesterday. Um, so these pants were not a fun time. But I do mm. like the look of them. I'm wearing yeah, my Sir Weitzman pink sneakers. This day really made me realize that I need to get some sort of fur sneaker <laughs> for winter. Oh, yeah. Because my Cute feet moment. were really cold. And then I have my pink magenta coat. And I had to wear my evening bag from the night before because I didn't remember to bring a casual purse, which ah. 
I ended up ditching and just went things in the pockets of the coat. Well, when you're wearing a coat like that, you really can get away with that. Exactly. And that was my week in outfits. Considering what a roller coaster of a week it was for me emotionally, I really yeah. pulled out some good looks. So snaps yeah. to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like snaps all around. If you're struggling during the holidays, try getting dressed. It might help you feel a little bit better about yourself. Don't put pressure on it. Just let it happen. You know, play around. A, Clothing is meant to be fun. Few, yeah. It, it, even if just for yourself around your house. Exactly. I exactly. do it all the time. So... Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like we said, you can see all of the images that you will want to see for this to reference on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok. We are reinvigorated over there now that we have our lovely new software and our videos are hilarious if I do say so myself because like we're funny so go support us follow us at Verve Podcast again um, that'll be linked in the show notes and with that we will talk to everybody next week bye bye Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production.